Thank you, brother. And thank you, church. And thank you, brother Peter and wife and our brother Evan. Thank you for us. So good to see you all again, the old face. And uh, you're not old brother, but you're, you're still young. Eh? The senior brother. And I'm so happy and I can be here with my wife uh, to meet all of you. And, and I know that the Lord is good. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And uh, I, I just want to give honor to Brother Simon Butcher. Uh, you know, of course, as yes, is the daughter. So I, I love this man of God. You know, you, you can meet a lot of friends and you can know a lot, of, a thousand, thousand of people. But when you know a handful of people that really love the Lord, it means so much in your life. Amen. So I would like to say that Brother Simon Butcher is one of them. And we have a lot of fun, we teach each other. And he first came to Indonesia, I remember. He's quite big size, isn't he, right? And, uh, and, but he's so humble, you know, he's so humble. And I remember a lot of good things that Brother Simon Butchers and, and, and did it in our life and in our church in Indonesia. And I want to thank you, the UPC Australia, that really love Indonesia and be part of the Indonesian growth that I will never pay back. But one good thing is, if we put our hand in the hand of the Lord, and we are going to see a lot of things that have been done, which is really out of mind, and we will never understand, but this is what it ought to be. It's for His glory, not for our glory. Yeah. Thank you, church. Thank you for your, your love to Indonesia. Right? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And Brother Simon Butcher and his wife, it's surely that I remember that we have spent a lot of times, until she was very young, girls maybe and, and I know that he loved the church and he loved the family but because he's in the mission field and he has to accomplish his job so this is uh, Brother Simon I will never pay back his goodness and I'm, I, I promise your dad to come and visit him and here am I and you tell him that he's not here I mean <laughs> but we love him so much and his wife amen a promise is a promise you must keep your words alright at least I, I'm here today <laughs> Although all right, it's 10 years But it doesn't matter It will <laughs> And thank, it's nice to see Brother Bob and, and wife Praise the Lord And, and we're going to I, I like to say that We are going to enjoy The words of God Coming to church Is not Our job And obligation But coming to church Is because we love The words of God Amen We enjoy hearing The words of God Not our words But His words Right Praise the Lord And I want to share with you and in Acts chapter 27, right? This is what happened in uh, is the nature of life that uh, a, a boat, a ship, right? What happened is Apostle Paul uh, tried to let us know that uh, today I'm going to share with you God is our anchor, right? Share with it together. One, two, three. Which when they had taken up, they used help. Ship. The feeling that they should be fall into the quicksand, strike sails, and so were driven. And we being exceedingly toast with the tempters, the next day they lightened the ship, and we cast out with our own hands the tackling of the ship. Alright? Keep on reading. And when neither sun nor star in many days appear, and no small tempters lay on us, all hope that we should be saved was then taken away. But after long abstinence, 
Paul stood forth in the midst of them and said, Sir, you should have hardened unto me and not have loosed from Crete, and to have gained this harm and loose. Look, and now I exhort you to be of good cheer, for there shall be no loss of any man's life among you but of the ship. For there stood by me this night the angels of God, whose I am and whom I serve, saying, Fear not, Paul, though must be brought before Caesar. And look, God hath given thee all them that sail with thee. Wherefore, sir, be of good cheer, for I believe God that it shall be even as it was told me. How about we must cast unto a certain island? All right. But when the fourteenth night was come, as we were driving up and down in Andrea, about midnight, the shipmen deemed that they drew near to some country and sounded and found it twenty platforms. And when they had gone a little further, they sounded again and found it fifteen platforms. All right. Then, fearing lest we should have fallen upon rocks, they cast four anchors out of the stern and wishes for the day. And as the shipmen were about to free out of the ship, when they had let them under color out of the four ship, Paul said to the century and to the soldiers, Except these abide in the ship, you cannot be saved. Then the soldiers cut off the ropes of the boat and let her fall off. All right. Shall we pray again? Dear Lord Jesus, may your Holy Spirit move and touch us, Lord. And are not your servant that are not worthy, Lord. Open our heart and our ear to hear your words. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord, my brother and my sister. Our life is just like a boat or ship sailing in the sea. What happened to this Paul, you know, Pastor Paul and a whole group of people? They are in the storm. And they face a lot of problems and they are really fear and they know that they're going to die. But one thing, because Apostle Paul was in the ship, and I like the words that he said that, I know the Lord that I serve. Isn't it good? The Lord that I know has spoken to me. You'll be alright. So today, regardless whether you are Christian or not, you are a believer or not, you and me, we are just like a ship sailing in the sea. I want to see, I want, you know, when this is peaceful, beautiful, right? Like, like, like when it was Swansea, whatever. When a beautiful perf, right? But time will come. Can we see another slide? Without an anchor, our life will be drifted away. Do you know what happened? Later or sooner, you like it or not, the ship will encounter a storm. And the wind will blow. And what happened? You need something to hold onto it. In a natural world, and you know, this is a, a big storm. Like Indonesian just happened, a huge tsunami. And I was in that city with my wife, I think it's not year, not, not even year, uh, years ago. When I look at the sea and I say, I'm a bit scared. But in my heart, 
because we were in our chair uh, when the tsunami 2004. And when we look at the Paru, you know, the racist place happened, I was a bit scared. And it happened now. Do you know why? Your fame, your money, and your intelligence, your whatsoever, will never guarantee that we won't be any storm coming into your life. And you, you think that I do not need God? You think that why I got a good job and I have a lot of money, a good pay? You can't do that. Because one day, you are going to face this. Every one of us, every one of us, our life is just like a ship sailing in the ocean. We cannot survive if we do not have the anchor. You cannot do it by yourself. The, you know, in 2009, March 27, a group of a young NFM prayer, soccer prayer, a, a, a big man, like our, you know, our Australian, what do you call it, rugby prayer. I remember Brother Glass. I said, Brother Glass, what is your, your, your I like rugby. I, I used to pray. You know how big is Brother Glass, right? It's double my size. And there are four men. They were just having a, a fun, and having you know a, a ship and everything. And a storm came. Storm came. But you know what happened? They have the ankles. They thrown the ankles. But unfortunately, a mistake had been thrown in. All of them died, but one lived. A big man. Do not think that they need God, and they die because of what. Very simple. Because overall it was just a mistake of anchoring and it was just a mistake of anchoring and they died and they were driven out. Today, in your life, if you are not careful, if you make a mistake not to have a right anchor in your life, I'm sorry, you are going to drive out and die and go to hell forever. And I, I thanks God that I have very glass that impact my life. And He changed my life. I look at Him, I say, Come on, brother. I grew up with and my wife in Newcastle. And we were in the brother's slide church. And my wife was, you know, got a Holy Ghost in the brother's slide church. And this man, he speak, energetic, but he holds an ankle of the living God in his life. Am I right? Shall we clap my hand for the Lord? But the FMM player, they do not have their ankle. They think that they are good enough, they are strong enough to face their life and they are dying because of driving. So today, I don't know your problems, I don't know who you are, but one thing for sure, our God Jesus knows who you are. I, and you can say that, Pastor, I don't like the storm. I don't like the storm. Why God give me this storm? Why God give me this trouble? Why I'm going to face these kind of problems? Why not others? Why me? And I want to encourage you. Everybody is going to have their own storm. And remember, remember, when you go through the storm in your life, remember one thing. You are not going through it but you are going to go, go, to grow up, to grow up, through it. Am I right? 
Because we have the Lord Jesus Christ, a great anchors in our life. We are going through a lot of storm. A worldly people going through a lot of storm, and they are suicide. They are drinking. They are womanizing everything. But when we go through our storm, we have to remember we are going to come out to grow up to be stronger than before. You say, Pastor, you might not have a problem. <laughs> If you say that I'm not problem, I'm a big liar. I, I don't have a lot of gray hair by now, but I do have a lot of gray hair. <laughs> but brother Peter has more. I told him, like, brother Thomas, you know, praise Lord. When I met you all, you all have a dark hair, or, 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 or whatever hair is, you know, and no hair now. You have either a, a lot of gray hair or no hair, right? A wisdom hair, I say, no, no, no. But one thing, I want to thank God that we are serving a living God. We are having the ankles strong enough to hold on us to say that sons and daughter, I know that you are in troubles, but don't worry, it. I am with you. Am I right? This is our Lord. So our life is just like a ship. It's, it's natural. We are going to have a lot of disappointment, sadness, and I'm so sorry, Brother Paul, and you lose your mom. And I, and I know it's not easy. We're going to face a lot of sickness and, and divorce and a lot of things that happen in life. And this world is, is not our home. And their culture is so different than our culture. That why that we need the ankle to hold on us? Because we know the ankle is going to make us good. The anchor is going to bring us a victory. If we are hold onto the worldly anchor, we are going to die. So today, I want to share with you. You must remember. Don't blame your pastor, Pastor Simon. Why don't you pray for me? You know, I face so much problem. My girlfriend says sayonara to me. You know, she doesn't love me anymore. Or my boyfriend say that I know I'm not. I'm not good enough for him. Who cares? If you have the Lord Jesus Christ, if your boyfriend go away, you will say Hallelujah. He is not a proper one for me. Amen. If she run away from me, my girlfriend, don't worry. I know a better girl will come into my life. Because why? He is a God of Creator. Because why? He is a God of know everything. So today, I don't know about your anchor in life. If you do not have a right anchor. You are going to be driven away. You are going to be, you know, covered up by this world. And the Bible say, what happened? They give up that ship, and and then they brace up. I I, I like the words brace. B L A C E. Brace up. If you are facing a lot of storm in your life, first thing, brace up your life with the words of God. Amen. 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 I remember 30 years, five years ago, when I was in Newcastle University with my wife. I'm just a waiter, you know, a waiter, a kitchen hand, chop, chop, chop onion, you know. I hate to chop onion. Hi, sister. I know you're, you're ladies. You're all cooking, hi, sister. You, you're cooking. I, I'm chopping the onion, not one, not for my dinner, for my lunch, the whole basket. <laughs> And I crying, I cry, not because I want to cry, because the the the, the onion make me cry. 
And then I promote to become a waiter. Oh, beautiful. I, got, I know how to tie, do my tithing. You know, I, I hate to do this last time, you know, because I want to find $4 an hour 35 years ago. But I want to thank God that when I am in troubles, I brace out my life with the words of God. Amen. Amen. When you are having facing a storm, remember, brace up your mind in the words of God. Like Jesus said that His stripes is healing us. And the words of God is going to encourage us. If God is for us, who can against us? The peace that I give unto you is not like the peace that the world give it to you. Am I right? So when you are broken hearted, my brother, I don't know where it's young boys and girls, I don't know where are we, we are a little bit old now here. Amen. Are we? Oh yes, boy, boy how, how old are you now? Yes, brother? No, 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 the other one. The young boy, yes. How old are you, brother? Sorry? Oh, 22. You look, you look 18, right? <laughs> so what's your name, brother? William? If your girlfriend says sayonara to you, you know sayonara is goodbye. Brace up your mind with the words of God. The peace that the Lord is going to give unto me is not like the peace that the world gave it unto me. Amen? William, am I right, William? I, I, I don't know William, I just teach William. William is a young boy, right? He's a handsome boy. He's going to have a good girlfriend anyway. Amen? But if that happened in your life, William, brace up your mind with the words of God. And remember, our Lord Jesus Christ is going to bless us and He's going to lead us. He's he know better than ourselves. He know better than our mind. A lot of people say that I do not need God, but I want to encourage you. You need Him because He knows everything about your life. He knows your future and He holds your future. His words is going to strengthen you. If you are facing a lot of problems financially, remember, God said that He's going to bless you abundantly if you're faithful, if you love Him. So when you have a storm in your life, remember, there is no other places to go but the words of God. There is no other places, a person that you can find but your pastor. Amen? Don't kill yourself and take a lot of Panadol. Do you know what happened? I got a, a problem. I visit somebody in the ICU. I say, what happened? Broken heart. And why is he going to try to kill himself? Eat a little Panadol. How many? 25. Because he doesn't have the words of God. He did not brush, brace up his life with the words of God. So today, if you are facing a lot of problems with your family, your wife, remember, brace up your life. Brace up your mind. This mind is very bad, you know. And, then, and, 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 and one of the Chinese proverbs say, the biggest enemies is not somebody else, but yourself. This is your mind. Our mind is a liar sometimes. So we need to tune in and brace up with the words of God. Because the words of God is powerful. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So in Job 8, if you were pure and upright, surely now he would await for thee and make the inhabitants of their righteous and prosperous. There is no one we promise this but the Lord. You are facing a lot of financial problems. Don't be negative. Because the old devil will say that you are nothing. But remember, raise up your mind. And the Bible says that undergue your mind with the words of God. They like they give the ship, you know, they, they clean it and everything, but hopeless. Before we were born, the Lord knows everything about us. 
when we were in our mother womb. He had planned for us. He is a master plan. He is our master. So when you are in troubles in your life, please remember, raise up your mind with the words of God. Shall we clap our hands for the Lord? And second, remember, if you hate your wife and your husband, if you hate your wife and your husband, can, can you hear me? Listen to the Proverbs. Marriage is an honorable in all, and the bed undefiled. But whole monsters and adulterers, God will judge. If I don't have my wife, Chi Fi Fi, I won't be a pastor. Do you know my brother Peter? As a pastor, I'm counseling a lot of couple. And one couple told me, Pastor, I just hate my husband. I said, What happened? Because he called me 22 times a day Asking me What am I eating And asking me What am I doing Oh I said I never called my wife 22 times I said why you call your wife 22 times Because I love her I'm jealous I'm afraid that somebody Will come after her Oh my goodness His wife is not that pretty anyway You know <laughs> Do you know why Because he doesn't have the words of God in his life. Amen? He's just, you know, I'm afraid my wife, we've got, we are other people. So this is very funny. I, I, I just don't understand. And one of the sisters said, that, oh, oh, Pastor, you know why? I'm going to divorce. Why? Because my wife had a girlfriend. I said, all right. I to ask him. I said, why do you have a girlfriend? Because I'm sick and tired with my wife. She never take care of me. Every day going shopping. I said, Why? Because I, I, I like shopping and uh, you know hanging on my old friend. This is not right. You must not hang around with your friends more than you spend some time with the Lord. If you bruise up your life with Christian ladies meeting, a men's prayer meeting, that will change your life. So, if you are in you know in the midst of all the troubles in your marriages, remember, marriage is honorable in all. When you obey the words of God, your marriage will be the best. Amen? Amen? And my wife trusts me because when I'm counseling, of course, that we, we are of UPC, we, we, we're not counseling. We have uh, opposite sex in a, in a room that closed down everything. We have a window and whatever, you know. So she will never call me 25 times a day, you know, to check where am I, you know. So today, I want to let you know you need the words of God to boost up in your mind. And secondly, that's what happened when they, they have a shit. Remember. Remember. The Bible says that He is the fountains be dispersed abroad and liver of water in the street. Drink water out of their own citizens and running water out of their own well. Remember, Jesus is the source of the blessing not the world. Amen? Remember, love never fails. The love of God never fails. Please, the Bible says that rejoice not in equity, but rejoice in the truth. When you know the truth, you are going to see a lot of great things happen. And people will say that, you know, we are stupid. doesn't matter. The Bible came and said, bear all things, believe in all things, hope all things, and do all things. Remember, 
Charity never fail. Charity never fail. The love of God never fail. So you remember, the Bible says that you are so precious in the sight of God. When I try, you know, to encourage the people that want to divorce and everything, and I say, remember, love never fail. He said, Pastor, I cannot love her anymore. How many children? Two. How can you have two children and you say they don't love him anymore? Isn't it crazy? Because he changed. Come on. Don't ask God to change your husband. Ask God to change yourself first. Am I right? You always say other people are bad and worse than you. You never look at yourself. How good you are. When you have the words of God in your life, the Lord will change you and you will be full of love. And today, the world needs Jesus. The world needs the right ankles in life. The world needs the Almighty God that are able to change our attitude. And in Malachi chapter 3, uh, uh, verse 10, he said that bring you all the tithe into the storehouse, right? That they may be meat in my house. And prove me now, hand with, say the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the window of heaven and pour out you pour pour you out of blessing, that there shall be not there shall not be room enough to receive it. When you give your tithe, when you give your life to Jesus, remember. He said that he is going to pour out his blessing until there is no enough room for us to receive. But we are the other way around. Stingy. You don't want stingy? I remember. I, I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, not, I'm just like you. When my salary is 50, I don't know how much Australian dollars, 500,000 rupiah, when my salary is about $70 Australia I pay $7 I didn't feel nothing Am I right? When your salary Is twenty uh, is $10 an hour You will pay tight very happily But when your salary Going up to $35 Okay let's talk about a year When your salary $25,000 You pay $2,500 Nothing Am I right? But when your salary is going up to 100,000, you pay 10%. How much? 10,000. Oh, you say, too much, Pastor. Can, I, can you give me a discount? Hallelujah. They pay tight. They sh- <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, yeah. And one of the guys come to the pastor. Pastor, I pay more tight. Please give me back. Huh? Oh, yeah, this, this, is, this is Malaysia, not, 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 not Australia. Huh? The pastor say, what do you mean? Yeah, I... I, 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 I I pay wrongly because my company deduct my salary this year, you know. If you pay, you ask the pastor to give you back, next year, the company will deduct another 25%. The Bible says that bring your tithe, bring your life, everything to Jesus, prove Him. He is going to bless you tenfold. He's going to bless you ten times more than what you have. Am I right? So today, if you have the words of God, your life will be changed. If you have the right ankle, you're thrown to the right place, and your life will not be miserable. The second thing, when you are in a storm, you need to do 
is cheer up. Apostle Paul said, cheer up. You're gonna, not going to die. When you, what is the meaning of cheer up, Pastor? I'm in the middle of troubles. And a lot of times that I, I'm, I'm old enough to be a pastor, to a counseling. A, a lot of times, people are so negative and they become a failure because they do not know what is the meaning of cheer up. The message of Christianity is a victory. Amen? This is the faith that overcomes the world. Because we have the words of God. The peace that I give unto you is not like the peace that the world gives unto you. This is so powerful. I remember that when I was a boy. Be of good cheer. Remember, you have a right ankles in your life. You have the hope in your life. You, have, you must cheer up. You must be strong. Because Jesus is leading you. Jesus is with you. Jesus give you a strength. Jesus, we're going to guide you. And Jesus never leave you alone. Amen? So remember, brother, cheer up. For you are not alone. For He is going to fight the battle for you. The worldly people do not have that leader. The worldly people do not have that God that, can, that is able to be with them. And the biggest enemy is not others but yourself. When you surrender yourself in the hand of the Lord, you are going to cheer up because His hand is going to hold you. His Holy Spirit is going to lead you. And He's going to open a door that nobody can shut in. So I just want to let you know, your ship and my ship is going to driven away if we do not have a right ankles. The enemy is the devil is going to attack you. You say, Pastor, he will not attack you because you are the servant of God. The, the old devil love to see the pastor fail. He will attack you in a few ways. He will say that you are ins insufficiency. You are not enough talented. You are not smart to be a keyboard player, a drummer, uh, you know, backup singer. Your your voice is just like a kid, like like a choke. You know, you are not qualified. Amen. You don't have enough money. You cannot do it because you are not tall enough. <laughs> Am I right? Who cares? Because my Jesus is he, he is able to give us sufficient. Amen. Amen? His grace is sufficient for all of us. We are not that stupid, not, not that smart. It doesn't matter. The world can say that we are dumb. Oh, singing in the church, my people say, Wait, I mean, you attend church so, so many hours. When I look at my life, we have a reunion last night. You know, uh, my, friends, my friend's son married, and I'm here. And then we're getting together. I, I look at all the tables and all my friends. Their life is just for their family. Am I right? For their children, for their daughter, their mom and dad. That's it. But do you know that our life is so colorful? Am I right? With my two hands, I've been baptized maybe a thousand people. And with Brother Glass, he's baptizing a lot. We do it together in Indonesia. I don't know how many. 
I don't have the time to come in. But our life becomes so colorful because we know we have right angles in our life. He makes us strong and he makes us have a courage to face. So if the devil attacks you, William, you are not, you're insufficient. You say, devil, go away. In the name of Jesus, I am able to do it. Amen. In the name of Jesus, I will be a, I'm going to come out to be a winner, right? So the second, the devil will say that insecurity, you are going to lose. Remember, Jesus said he has warned everything. When he died on that cross, the century said that if you are God, help yourself, right? And that, 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 that the killer, ah, oh, Jesus, help yourself and help me. No, remember, insecurity is not from God, not from the old devil and your flesh. I am going to be a winner. I don't want to lose. With my own strength, I will be a loser. But with the hand of the Lord in my life, with the hand of the Lord holding me, I know I'm going to be a winner. Amen. And thirdly, I'm a pastor. You're insignificant, pastor. You, I mean, you are not significant. No one needs you. Don't talk to other people about Jesus. Don't teach Bible study. Don't think about, you know, don't think about the church. You, you, you have your own family. You have your own business. Don't you ever bother about talking about this kind of thing. But I just want to let you know, insignificant is not from God. God loves you. I am just a waiter and my wife is just a waitress 35 years ago. We are nothing. We, we are just nothing. But I want to thank you. I have a good wife. He, she helped me to serve the Lord together. Just for His glory. It's not for our glory. Amen. Amen. We are not significant, but Jesus is significant. With Him, we are going to partner up to see His soul saved. So please stand up. In the name of Jesus, be bold and courage to say to the world, I am a Christian. I am a believer. I know I'm significant in the sight of the Lord. I want to tell you a story about a Filipino sister in Singapore. I was so touched. Every time I have a chance, I thought I remember and, and so nice to meet Sister Cherries. She's just a maid working in a rich man's house. And her owner is a big boss, but he got cancer. And then you can say that she's just a maid, insignificant. Am I right? But one day she came to talk to the owner. She said, Boss, can I invite my pastor to come and pray for you? You know what happened? It's just like a Naaman, amen? In the Bible. A Naaman. Can I send you to Israel to see the prophets? And you know what happened? Make a long story short. Brother Willoughby came and prayed for this man. And he was not dying. The doctor said that he's dying. And he lived for about 10 more years. Insignificant. Just a man. I'm just a waiter. And my wife is a waitress. Who are we? We don't have money. I have $40, $40 in my bank account, Commonwealth Bank. 
my friend has 40 but 3 zero after that <laughs> you understand my wife and me we have to work Friday Saturday and Sunday to pay our bill oh yo six dollars and seven dollars an hour if we are not working we don't have enough money to pay our rent but my friend he's a rich man's son his interest if is enough to pay his rent we are insignificant am I right? but 30 years later I want to raise my hand and thank God that boy there are 40,000 in his bank account today I'm not comparing I'm just saying he doesn't have a good job he doesn't have a good life but the Lord bless us abundantly because the insignificant us has an angle to hook on that stronghold and the strong stone his name is Jesus am I right? My friend just teased me. I mean, you remember your car? My car worth, after all, $200 and nobody want to buy. Because it's too old, too much problem. And my wife push, push, push. We don't have money to put up. <laughs> you know? And one day I remember, I'm running on petrol. One of the guys give me a petrol. He said, may the Lord bless your tank. No more dry up. <laughs> yes, it's true. After 30 years, I want to thank God. We have been traveling more than 30 countries and we have been preaching the gospel to thousands and thousands of people. We are seeing a lot of souls saved. $40 is nothing. But when you are hooked on that ankle of God, He is strong enough to hold you and to bless you and to direct your life to the right direction. I don't know about you, but I want to serve Him. I am insignificant. But when I have the ankle in my life, I'm going to see my boat, my ship in my life will be going to the right direction. So three things. Brace up, cheer up, and I just want to let you know, lighten up. You know what, 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 what is lighten? They thrown away. Paul said that your life will not be, you don't lose your life, but you're going to thrown away some rubbish. When you become a Christian, your life changes. No longer to he, beer, you know. Hello, Mike. Good day, Mike. No more. Amen? You're going to have orange juice and apple juice, alright? <laughs> Am I right? The beer is not doing you good, no good. Apple juice and orange juice make you good, alright? And a cup of tea is okay, alright? Not a cup of vodka. Is that, is that, is that vodka? Vodka and ginger. Because we are working in the restaurant. We know vodka and ginger. Remember, lighten your life. Bruce, bruise up, cheer up, and lighten all the rubbish and the worldly thing. And you are no longer listening to the love song. I love you, you love me, but you know, you're going to worship God. Amen. 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 I'm done, brother. We must put our ankle, four ankle, Apostle Paul say. I'm going to close, very, I'm going to finish. Remember, first of all, you must have the ankle of 
of purpose in your life. Why for? I don't know. But you know what happened? One of the uh, great lighter, Max Lucado, in 1979, in a Miami River area, and he and his friend has a, a boathouse, a ship, uh, you know, boathouse. And uh, the, the David Hurricane is coming, and they are trying to, you know, to make their boathouse. They, they tied it on, the, on trees and, make, and, and believing that is, it won't happen. But before that day, one of the men came. He is uh, Mr. Teo. He is uh, a, a man of uh, knowing all the wind and everything. He said that if you tie your boat on the trees or, or, or on, the land, on the land, believing the hurricanes will not blow away your house, you are going to have a big mistake. He said that, boy, Remember, your only hope is in an angle. Thrown it in four different directions. Make sure it's going to, to, into deep water. And you are going to see your boathouse will not be blown away by the David Hurricane. Amen. Your life and my life, if we have that four purpose of anchor in our life, we are going to be all right. And we are going to sail with the Lord. When the storm comes, we know our purpose. The first ankle is the ankle of purpose. Your life and my life, we are here because we have a purpose. The purpose is stronger than the storm. I want to let you know, the purpose in your life is stronger than the storm that you are facing. And this, that's not the purpose that not, we cannot change the storm. But our purpose is stronger. And with the help of the Lord, we are going to be a winner. Am I right? And I want to share with you, please, don't lean upon your understanding. But do you know, you and me become a Christian. We have a purpose. You say, Pastor, I mean, I'm not a pastor. I'm nothing. William, what is your name, brother? Yes, next to William. Jonathan. How old are you, Jonathan? 21. Jonathan, you must say that, Pastor, I'm 21. Who am I? Jonathan, when I was 21, I don't know who am I. But one thing, Jonathan, I have a purpose in my life. That is what is the, my purpose. Listen carefully. To please the Lord and to live for Jesus. Brother Peter, Sister Charis, believe me, I don't want to be a pastor. Do you know why? Headache, more grey hair, and brother, and losing hair. You, you, don't, you, you want to know why? A pastor always cheated, cheating, cheated by the same. Don't sin against God. Yes, pastor, and tomorrow he go to drink again. Don't sin against God. And he went to womanize again and another girlfriend. Am I right? Pastor always be blind, alright? To be lie. Lie to pastor. Why you fight? Because my husband is no good. She is always doing all shopping, shopping, never cook for her, for her husband. Am I right? You always say that you are right. You always lie to the pastor. So pastor has more grey hair than you. Am I right? You will not care your pastor whether he is hungry 
or his son or his daughter birthday you just remember your girlfriend birthday Jonathan alright am I right but when you are in ICU who should you call your girlfriend she said I don't have a time Jonathan you go away you know when you're in trouble who should you call pastor Simon help me pastor pray for me when you have a paycheck you will never say pastor this is my tie no I want to buy you a fish and chips or meat pie you will never do that you will go to buy a beautiful gift for your girlfriend hello honey I love you you will never say hi pastor Simon I love you he's not here no, 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 no. You are good. You are good saints. But there's this kind of saints in Indonesia, in my church, not in your church. Am I right? We have a purpose in our life. Regardless, the saints forget about us, curse us, and say that we are not a good pastor. One thing for sure, we love your soul more than anyone else in the whole world. Brother Simon, love you all better than anything else in the whole world. So today, the first anchor in your life, you must know your purpose in life. The second that you need to know, remember, loser focus on what he's going through. Remember? A loser, he is focused on what he's going through. But a winner, focus on what they are going to. Amen? When you have a purpose in life, you know, whatever happened in the whole world cannot compare when I look at the Jesus. And the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 12 and 2, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, whom for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame. Remember, when I'm upset, I will think about how good is our Lord and the purpose in our life. Drop the anchor of purpose. God give you the business. God give you a job. God give you a school and a husband and wife and a family and there's a big plan. A great plan. God, this church has a purpose. Look not unto your storm, but look at on your destiny. Remember, remember your final destiny. You must have a purpose in your life. This church has a purpose to save so many souls. This church impacts a lot of people in Indonesia. The UPC Australia impacts so many souls because we have a purpose in our life. The second angle is, remember, Jonathan, courage. If you have a courage, you are going to see your storm vanish. If you don't have a courage, you are going to be a loser. Jesus is able to help us through this storm in life. Remember, if God is for me, who can against me? His words is going to give us a lot of courage. Please, don't you go to the fortune teller and say, fortune teller, tell me. But no, forget about the fortune teller. They are big liar. Am I right? We Asians believe a lot of fortune teller. But Australians do not believe fortune teller. Australians believe in beer, you know, thinking, you know, all that kind of thing. But we in, in, in Asian or fortune teller. Be of good courage, knowing that He is the mighty God behind you. He is the mighty God in your life, in your heart. Be of good courage. You are nothing. 
I, I remember my friends for you know, a lot of money, and I, I wish that I'm, I, 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 my father is as rich as they are. But no, remember, you have a, guy, a great God that is richer than anything else in the whole world. Amen. In closing, the third one, the anchor of the third one is worship. Worship God when you are facing a storm. When you worship Him, you are going to see a great thing happen. When you come to church and worship God, He is going to do a great mighty thing in your life. Worship God is not easy when you are in a storm. Am I right? Worship God is not easy when you are in troubles. Worship God is not easy when you lose your job. Worship God is not easy when your wife or your spouse fire a divorce cases. Worship God is not easy when your financially is not strong. But worship God anyway. Amen. Amen. Worship God is not you worship God because God bless you. Worship God because He is the mighty God. And having said that, I haven't talked to you. We are going back tomorrow. And I'm going to China the day after tomorrow. Because my mom was sick. I love mom very dearly. Because she was a great woman in my life. And now the doctors say that she has incurable sickness. And I'm here preaching and sharing the words of God. It is very difficult for me because I can preach the words of God and my mom is in China. None of my siblings speak Mandarin like me. And my brother complained. Brother, you should be there. But I said, I promise my friends I'm coming. You must have a courage to do the words of God. Not for your glory, please. If somebody worship you and say that you're a good man and boy, you say that, how come you know it now? You should know it you know, earlier. Don't take the glory of God. If you take the glory of God, you are falling down. You are just nothing. And I'm nothing. Have a good courage. And mom is in the hospital right now. But I'm here preaching the gospel. Because I love Jesus. I know that Jesus will help me to take care of me. For the past few years, every day, if I have a chance, I'll be walk, an evening walk with my mother for one hour. Just talking to her, spending some time, because the Lord lay a big burden to, in my heart. How many more years you can see your mother walk on, in the compound? She's 70-something. And stuck my mind, and I say that I'm committed to walk together with my mom and love her. And now, the illness came, she cannot walk. So today, if you have a mother and father, love them. Remember, you do not have two mother or two fathers. She is the one that gives you birth, and you stay in his womb for nine months. She took care of you when you were kids, and now you've got a good pay, a good salary. You just bought, you just buy, him, buy her a fish and chips, you never bought her a, a T-bone steak and you and your girlfriend go to have a, a fine steak in the, in the whole world and your mother having a fish and chip and the cheapest meal in the whole world in Australia is fish and chip. 
when you when you are with your girlfriend, tea bone steak, you name it, you know, all that kind of wine and light wine and yellow wine or whatever wine. And you 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 bought a Coca Cola for your mother, you know, the cheapest drink. Remember, one day you are going to be mom and dad, right? Well, however, whatever you do for your mom and dad, you saw what you reaps. So remember, you must have a courage and to worship God. Regardless, regardless what happened in your life. Brother Peter, I was so poor. My mom do not have money to give me. To, to, you know, I, I I have my wedding ring, and she sold her wedding ring, and give me the money to study. How can I pay back this lovely woman that raised me to be who am I? I cannot pay her back. Only pray and love her and care for her. But I want to worship God, regardless what happened in my life. I have a courage to do whatever God want me to do, because I know God is in control. So I'm 56. I love to be 36, but I'm 56. Brother. So today, worship God anyway. In the midst of the storm of your life, and finally, I want to share with you. Ankle, the fourth ankle, in the church. Don't go to the wall. Remember, tie your shield on the rock, the ankle, and his name is Jesus. If you have the ankle with the Lord, attach with the rock, the voice of God, and his name is Jesus, your life will be all right. Remember. You are so privileged and so blessed to have a church like this, and to have a pastor like Brother Simon Butcher. He can work hundred thousand over salary a year, but he's willing, he's willing to lay that aside and say that Lord, I want to anchor my life just for you and for this church. So if you're facing a lot of problems in your life, remember, anchor. To the church, come to church and prayer. Consult your pastor, and knowing that God is in control. I don't know about your problems, but one thing for sure: if you anchor your life in the church, you will be all right. I want to closing and repeat four things. Remember, when you're in trouble, remember you have a purpose in your life. And second, courage. And third, anchor in worship God, praising Him and worship Him. And the fourth, anchor in church. Do you know the church? Remember, can perform a supernatural that no man can do, but only Jesus can do. I like it. Jesus' name above all names. What a beautiful name that He has. Do you know what happened to me? You say, Pastor, you must be strong. No, I'm not strong. I'm also a human being. When I know my mom having that kind of illness, for a few days I cannot pray, brother. My mind is blank, and I've been asking, "Where are you, God?" But not until one day, and I listened to that. What a beautiful name he is! What a beautiful and amazing. The name of Jesus. 
What a wonderful name it is In the name of Jesus And I came back I said Lord Whatever happened with mom I have a courage I'm going to worship you And I'm going to stay strong To serve you Regardless what happened And you can I just want to ask you And help me to pray for my mother I will be in Jakarta Monday And Tuesday I will, I will apply for the visa to China And the first thing Wednesday morning I will be in China And accompany my mom And pray for her And hope And trust the Lord And a miracle is going to happen And I want to Turn the ankle Deeply Deeply In the name of Jesus Shall we bow down our head and pray I don't know about your life I don't know about your problems I don't know about your storm But today Is your day You might say that Pastor I don't believe God anymore Pastor I don't know what happened in my life And you have hope today And the living God is just right here And I, I want to invite a musician to come And worship God And please my brother There is no other praises Better than the church There is no other ankle That you, you should ankle to the church It is life or death And you think that I almost fail Come to the sanctuary of God If you are going to quit Come to church Come to Jesus For you are assembling with the Lord And He's going to help you And two things It is impossible for God to do That is lying He is not going to lie to you He's a great God Come, you have hope You have hope in the Lord The Bible says that Which hope we have as an anchor of the soul An anchor of the soul Both sure and steadfast And which enter into that within the will So come and pray and seek God The altar is open for you Be of good courage Come and talk to Jesus He's right here No storm is bigger than here Jesus wants you to come to Him He loves you Because He called you by your name And our hope is in Jesus Come to Jesus, yes Come, the altar is open for you Don't be ashamed There's no storm No storm that cannot be break by Jesus. No problems that cannot be solved 